Judge Jeanine Pirro. She's the outspoken host. Judge Jeanine Pirro is dominating the headlines right now. This is the Judge Jeanine Tunnel the to Towers Foundation Sunday Morning Show. Now, here's Judge Jeanine Pirro. Welcome, everyone, to the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Show. Joining me now is a person with whom you are very familiar. He's a radio host, an actor, and an author. Uh, Join me in welcoming Sid Rosenberg to the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. Now, this is backwards. Usually, I'm on your show, and you're all fired up. But today, I'm fired up. I'm furious, uh, as you are. Uh, What's going on in Israel is beyond anything you and I could ever imagine. The uh, the the barbaric um, medieval uh, torture on Israeli innocent Israeli citizens, children, babies is animalistic, and what we're seeing along the way since last Saturday, we're seeing you know more and more horrific stuff. You know, babies being burned alive, a young Israeli girl being burned alive in a group of I guess Hamas Palestinians cheering her death as she's being burned alive. Sid. Uh, you're you're Jewish. I mean, I'm not Jewish, and I'm furious. How do you feel? Well, a range of emotions. Uh, first of all, I'm honored to be on your program. You know I think <laughs> you're the most talented person at Fox, and your weekend show here is great, so thank you. A range of emotions. I have to tell you that I usually wake up on a Sunday morning, I have a cup of coffee, and then I go for breakfast with my wife and my son, and then I watch football all day. That's I've been doing that for 50 years. Couldn't do it Sunday. Um, I've been... Uh, Unable to really enjoy anything over the last week. I was sad, then angry. Now I'm all of it. Because like you said, look, even going back to Nazi Germany, when they killed six million of my people, the Nazis tried to hide it. They didn't went out in the street and there weren't videos back then, obviously. But they weren't bragging about it. Mm -hmm. These people are doing things to people I've never seen done before in any war or conflict before. And they're bragging about it. Like you said, right in the streets, raping and murdering and killing and and cutting babies' heads off. So uh, they've done a very good job, Hamas, sound like Donald Trump. They've done a very good job of really pissing off just about everybody with Zero remorse. I mean zero. Now it's our turn to get pissed. All right. And to repay them. And, you know, I was on with Colonel David Hunt. Um, he has fought in many wars and has led many men and women, I assume, into war. Uh, he's a brilliant man. And I asked him, I said, is there anyone better than B.B. Netanyahu to lead this? And he said to me, no. He said, but the other side of the coin is it was under B.B.'s administration that they lost the intelligence because maybe they were too focused on internal politics. Remind you of another country that should have been on <laughs> top of, of the intelligence because we share with the Mossad all the time. That's all true. And uh, you're right. They've had their, uh, you know, their judicial reform issues there in Israel and Bibi and his wife. But unfortunately, and I'm a big Netanyahu fan, big. Right. He's going to lose his job here. So there's no question about it. Him and a lot of defense guys in Israel. So this will be his blaze of glory on the way out. Does he love the Israeli people? Yes. Will he do this with a heavy hand? Absolutely. But you know it's bad when even Donald Trump criticizes you because Trump loves Bibi. Mm -hmm. Those guys have a great relationship. Mm -hmm. But the truth is the truth. And Donald Trump wasn't being nice to Hamas when he said, hey, look, they did it. You know, Hamas and Hezbollah. They, they they seemingly knew what they were doing, and it was the Israelis 
that were caught flat-footed. That's almost impossible to believe. But it's not just the Israelis. It's the American intelligence as well. I mean, you know, because we work hand-in-hand. But let's talk about working hand-in-hand. You know, now, (laughs) you know, we've got this guy, John Kirby, Jonathan Kirby. All right. We, he's like, well, you know, people can take the Americans over there in Israel. They can, they can take a commercial flight. Meanwhile, three days earlier, I heard that the commercial flights aren't flying to Tel Aviv. Hello. And then the next thing is you hear, well, you know, um, they can, they can still get those commercial flights. And then you check and you find out 29 countries, 29 countries have already gotten their own people out and they already are working with Israel to make sure that they can get their people out from Canada to Australia, Germany to Switzerland, Poland. Ukraine is getting their people out. South Korea, Russia, Greece, they're flying in their planes. What the F is going on <laughs> with this administration that screwed up in Afghanistan. We had more that died here than died in in Benghazi on the USS Cole than died in Afghanistan. And that loser in the White House still can't figure out. Let's get the and we spend a billion dollars on these illegals about whom we know nothing in New York City. Sid, I'm like ready to go through the room. No, listen, here. everything you're saying is accurate. And I know Biden spoke to the families of the hostages on Friday. Oh, that but, was how long did that take? Uh, it took almost a week. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, it, it took him four days to have that ridiculous, stale, feckless week press conference. It's very, very nice. If I hear one more time from somebody in the media, both sides. Oh, America is really supporting Israel. Hot wow. Wash. I mean, sir, who wouldn't do that? I wanted to hear somebody on Wednesday get pissed, call out Iran, call out the Hezbollah. There was none of that. In fact, what the United States has become the last two Democrat administrations under Barack Obama and Joe Biden, the same administration, we have become a restraint administration. Let me tell you something, okay? They're cutting babies' heads off. They're raping girls in the street. This is not the time. It's not the time to talk about be fair to both sides. I don't want innocents dying in the streets, but this is not a time for restraint. This is a time for annihilation. So, uh, but America... Couldn't even pull back the six billion dollars. They couldn't. They they had to go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth on the commercial flights, back and forth on whether what they're going to do. And now they're talking about we support Israel. What are you doing? They're doing nothing. And look, America's in a bad spot because that's six billion. Okay. Uh, down the road, that can come back and haunt us. The truth is, they haven't touched it. They didn't need to because Joe Biden has been so weak when it comes to restricting the oil yeah. and, and actually the sanctions. Donald Trump, 1,500 sanctions on Iran. That's one a day for his four-year presidency. Nothing from Biden. They made enough money the last two years in oil where they can basically fund any terrorist attack anywhere in the world. Forget about the $6 billion, which is bad enough. They have been in bed with Iran for years, dating back to John Kerry, Barack Obama, awful deal with Iran, that treaty. So the American government can't go out and and just blast Iran because they look bad because they're in bed with Iran, even though we told them from day one, these are the people looking to kill us. Well, yeah. And even the president of Iran, Ibrahim Rashi, said when they talked about the $6 billion, he said, we're going to decide how we're going to spend the $6 billion. You're not going to tell us. You know, like, yeah. And there's something called, I remember from when we had all the the uh, beheadings at Takia in Arabic, which basically talks about the fact we'll lie right to your face and you're stupid enough to believe us. Okay, so yeah, we're going to spend it on 
on humanitarian. You idiots. They're the ones who took the water pipes and used them for missiles in in uh, in the Gaza. I mean, so our job right now is to stay on top of this administration. It's to stay on top of making sure that we give money, that we take care of Americans who are there and possibly boots on the ground. Yes, I think uh, that will happen. I mean, look, we've got the Israelis amassing about 300,000 troops there right now. Right. So it doesn't seem like they need our help on the ground just yet. But this is the opportunity right now, Judge. This is the opportunity right now for our party to really, really gain control in the United States. I'm sorry. If you're an independent, if you're not really decided yet, you cannot look at this administration, what's going on here between Kirby, uh, between, obviously, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Blinken, Austin, any of these people, and feel confident they can get one, one American hostage out alive, let alone, let alone call out Iran. You talked about it. Ukraine, Russia, the conflict in Afghanistan left 13 dead. China, Taiwan, a possibility what's going on in africa there was none of this when donald trump was president none of it besides the fact that here at home the economy is still a mess inflation at three percent is still very very high the interest rates are going through the roof he has set the world from the united states to the rest of the world on fire so whether it's carrie lake our friend running in, in arizona right now or donald trump in 2024 get yourself a speaker fix the house Find a way to get back the Senate, get Trump back in office in 2024. This is our time. Well, and this is the time, obviously, for America to make a difference. But, you know, uh, sometimes I think it's too late. Sometimes I think that the 10 million illegals that have come in in the last three years, how many, 151 from the terrorist watch list and, you know, in a couple of months and two from Lebanon on Friday uh, connected to Hezbollah. I mean, you know, uh, uh, we are next. And I think we're naive to believe that. And yet Joe Biden can't figure out how to send an airplane. He can't figure out how to say we're going to claw back the six billion and he can't figure how to close the darn border. I mean, so how and then and then we've got AOC and the rest of them calling for a ceasefire the next day. And, you know, they're small potatoes in this. Yeah. And the, the good news is that a lot of Democrats, even Dan Goldman, I can't stand him. Local yeah. guy, He called them out. Even the view called them out. And when you talk about the illegals coming in. OK. Yeah. And we've got a ton here. I'm not talking about the South Americans. I'm not talking about the Venezuelans. Uh, I was watching you guys, Fox News. It was John Roberts right before the president was set to speak on Wednesday. He was 90 minutes late. So yeah. that's 90 minutes of John. Yeah. And he had a young man on, good-looking guy. And he was in one of these terrorist countries, one of the nine countries that Donald Trump designated terrorist countries, Turkey, Yemen, Afghanistan. Forget about the two guys from Lebanon on Friday. When you see the numbers... 30,000 from Turkey alone, 16,000 from Afghanistan, 11,000 from Yemen. These are people that have snuck into this country. Janine, the number's like 100,000 coming from the worst terrorist countries in the world. So forget about the South Americans by the Roosevelt Hotel. We have like 100,000 terrorists living in America right now. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. 
Hi, it's Ernie Anastas. You know, your thoughts can affect how you feel, and how you feel can impact your thoughts. Addressing your mind and body connection is the key to improving your overall wellness. Bergen Newbridge Medical Center is the largest hospital in New Jersey, providing comprehensive, equitable, compassionate, and high-quality emergency inpatient and outpatient medical care, plus mental health services and substance use disorder treatment. The Bergen Newbridge team can address your total health needs in one convenient location. Call 201-225-7130 for an appointment or newbridgehealth.org. Well, and the amazing part of it, though, is Hamas has worked with a lot of the uh, the drug cartels, the Mexican drug cartels. So you can't really leave anybody out because the Mexican drug cartels are in control at the border are working with Hamas, too. It's all about money, power. A lot of them have weapons on the U.S. side of the border. So we've got an administration that is weak, and we've got another year and a half of this administration. Oh, my God. Hopefully we can make it a year and a half. Well, and that's that's really the question. Now, the the last thing I want to talk about is yeah. uh, the colleges, the universities. Right. And, you know, these this Bill Ackman, i got to tell you, I'm so impressed with this guy. And I, I, said, I said on the Five this past week, I said, you know, where's Jamie Dimon? Where is Jamie Dimon on this? We should have everyone as part of the capitalist merit-based system, part of the economy saying, we're not hiring these kids. We want to know who they are. And I'm one of the companies that isn't going to hire them. I want to shut down money to these institutions that are making these colleges that are making too much money to begin with. There's a guy named Idhan Offer who is not giving any more money to Harvard. I mean, you know. He's a billionaire, by the way. He is a billionaire. Yeah. this is a turning point, Sid. It can be a turning point if we keep the pressure on to stop all these namby-pamby leftist kids who need a, a crying space or microaggressions are triggered if you say the wrong word to say, put on your big boy pants. We're at war. Get your butts over there. You just said it so perfectly. And I have to tell you, it's even more widespread than we're talking about. Yep. I mean, we're talking about Columbia and Harvard. We had ugly incidents at Brooklyn College, uh, maybe North Carolina. Very ugly incident at Florida, University of Florida. It's even more widespread than that. I mean, it's almost just about every college campus across this country that has a certain percentage, some more than others, of these kids that are actually going to these rallies. And they're not there to to be pro-Palestinian because there's no such thing. If you're pro-Palestinian this week, you are pro-murder, rape, and genocide, all those things. And these uh, snot-nosed kids, these little mother efforts, excuse me, need to be taught a lesson. Alan Dershowitz said it, too, on this my show just a couple of days ago. I want the name, like you said, Janine, I want the name of every one of these kids. And this goes back to three months ago, before these attacks, yep. when that young animal made her valedictorian speech yep. at the law school in New York yep. and, and spewed all this uh, all this hate. So the, the college system is a huge issue in this country, and our kids are contaminated. It's Thank God my daughter goes to school in Europe. <laughs> yeah, well, it, and I mean that. Yeah, and you know what? It is contaminated. And, you know, a lot of these kids, and we wonder where are all these woke people who gave millions to BLM? Millions. George Floyd was murdered. Horrible. Horrific. I spent my life in the trenches fighting good and evil, right? Everybody who was involved in his death is in jail right now. Okay? The justice system worked. But they gave billions. They didn't care where this money went. They didn't care that it didn't go to the inner city. The Patrice Cullors, you know, from the BLM is triggered by the fact that she's got to file some IRS form. I mean, you know, forget forget that she'd be indicted. I right. Mean, no, we're not, we can't indict her. 
her. Well, she's got to walk down a lot of stairs yeah. in her mansion in California <laughs> to get to the mail. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. you know, the, here, but here's the problem. You've got all of these corporations never demanded their money back, never said, I want this money spent in the minority, the inner city, where these kids are smart. They just need hope. They need support. They need someone who's going to give them a hand, a hand and pull them up and out. No, they were willing to give monies to them. But now, where are you now? Jamie Dimon, where are you? Where are you and people like you to demand that this kind of thing end, to make sure that this country remains a capitalist country? Again, this is uh, why I'm in love with you. And I mean that. It's a serious crush, just so you know. Uh, uh, but my, <laughs> my, I mean it. My favorite audio of the week that I played on my show comes from a guy who was a great player for the New York Knicks. Yeah. And his name is Amari Stoudemire. By the way, he's an African-American uh, man, of course. But uh, Amari came to New York, and he found out he was actually Jewish. And Amari goes back and forth to Israel to Dobbin a bunch of times a year. And he came out on Tuesday or Wednesday morning, and he said, and I played it. I had to beep out about 100 curses. Where the <laughs> F is BLM? Where the yep. F is BLM? Black man. Black man, Jewish guy, yep. big star here in New York. And he said exactly what you're saying. Now, BLM has come around some of their chapters, and now they're saying the right things. Uh, in the beginning, they were not. Right. Same thing with Harvard. Harvard has come back now. Now they're saying some of the right things. But you said something earlier, which stands true here. It's too late. Yep. If you came out initially and said anything that was supportive mm-hmm. of the Palestinian people that committed these heinous acts, you cannot come back from that. Yep. Whether you're BLM or Harvard or Brooklyn College or Columbia, these people are phonies. Or Ron Kuby, who used to work with Curtis Sliwa, yep. who yep. puts on his Facebook page, give these folks a break. They're all crammed into a small area. Yeah, what does bad. that mean, Ron? Yeah, too bad. And the, the amazing part of all this is that these young people, I mean, you know, they say, you know, we, we're going to wear a mask now. We don't want to be identified. If you hire these people, look, to be a lawyer, you have to have a character reference. You have to go through a character review, right? These people, these corporations hiring these young kids, they have an obligation to the board of directors, to the shareholders, to hire people who are, you know, who are competent and have the character for the job. These kids are proving every day that they don't have it. And you know what? We've given them too much. We've made it possible for them to say the hogwash that they're saying. And I believe in free speech. I don't want to take it away from them. But you know what? If you're going to speak freely, I want you to suffer the consequences. Well, free speech is one thing. I mean, these Palestinian rallies, that's free speech. Until somebody holds up a phone with a swastika sticker. And from what I know, yep. I'm not a lawyer, but my wife is, that's hate speech. Yep. So at what point do we say free speech now is hate speech and take some of these rights away? But hate speech is protected by the Supreme Court. That's why is that we, true every time? Yes. Well, unless it's a call to action. Unless it's co- like co- yelling fire in a crowded theater. Right, right. Unle- you right, know what? But but right. that's why well, yelling people kill come all the Jews, here. That doesn't work in this well, case. That, that's <laughs> why people come here. Free speech. The Supreme Court has affirmed it over and over again. Yeah. That we protect hate speech. You you know, we hate what you say, but we give you the right to say it. Once you go from speech to any kind of movement, to momentum, to inciting, that's when we're going to get you. All right? Yeah, listen, it's been a, uh, it's been a scary week for this country. It's you know, horrible. It's, it's a horrible. sad, the, sad. The, the, the political, uh, the, the, the administration is horrible. Like you talked about, our brightest and youngest children are, are disappointing us, too. And we need some help. We need to fix this. 
and it all starts with going to vote. It starts with going to vote, believe it or not, for city council yep. here in New York. Get rid of guys like Justin Brannon and those Democrats in Bay Ridge, and it continues right through Donald Trump in 2024. I'm not sure it's too late. I think we can save it, but it's got to be now. Republicans must win. We cannot have what we had in the, mid- the midterms in 2022. Well, let me just say something, Sid, because you know I love you too. Republicans have to get their act together and stop acting out like a dysfunctional family Stop yelling at my friend Nancy Mace. No, you know what? As far as I'm concerned, this whole thing is an embarrassment. Yeah, it, it, Israel it is. has a unified government. All right? Obviously, they're in a war. But you know what? Make no mistake. So are we. And that these Republicans, these are the ones who instigated it. They're continuing it. They're responsible. And I'm not going to forget who they are the next time they run for office. You don't make Republicans look like a dysfunctional family because you're acting out that you're so famous or you're a congressperson and ergo you have power. No, you only have power as long as we think you deserve it. And you don't deserve it anymore with this schism in the Republican Party. I wish I could argue with some of this. Because they're my friends, some of them. But you're a thousand percent right. It's embarrassing. Uh, Between McCarthy, what they did to Stephen Scalise, who's a very, very good man, a a wonderful man. Great guy. A guy got shot at a baseball field. The guy, it's really disgusting. So, really, if you look around, Janine, you know, the the president, his administration's an embarrassment. Uh, The Congress, they're an embarrassment. Republicans are an embarrassment. The Jets and Giants have only won three games combined. I mean, we got a mess. <laughs> we got a mess. But I got to tell you, Sid, if we can come to be- together and realize how important this is. You know, this morning before uh, I left Westchester to do the, the show today, I have several books uh, from Ellie Wiesel. Oh, yes. And they're yeah. signed. And I worked with him many years ago when I was the DA uh, because I, I've always been a Zionist. I've always believed in Israel. And, you know, we have to always remember his words to do nothing helps the helps the uh, tormentor, never the tormented. You know, uh, it helps the abuser, never the victim. So we can't remain silent. We've got to do something. And Sid, I love you because you're never silent. Neither am I. The two of us, I think we blast through the decibels. Love you. I love you more. This was fun. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. And folks, never forget, that's a commitment we made on 9-11. Honor it by donating $11 a month to the Tunnel to Towers Foundation at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Love you. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.